Confused by finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, I went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and Solar Power. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailor, and attentive financial coaching services. We create successful financial plans by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for your free consultation. Solar power, quite the hot topic right now, because some tax incentives to use solar power are going to be phased out shortly. So listen and see if this renewable energy source is right for you and your bank account. The photovoltaic or PV solar panels uses light collected from the sun and its electromagnetic radiation to convert that energy into electrical energy. That creates energy for you to be able to use. The sunlight that hits the Earth's surface in an hour and a half is enough to produce power for our entire planet for a whole year. And because it is a renewable resource, and it's a great option for our electricity source. Today, I'll be talking about only residential uses, but there are also commercial and utility uses as well. Solar power uses panels, typically mounted on homes' roofs, but they can also be out in the open land. These panels convert light into electricity, and when light hits the electrons inside and excites them, they begin to flow, creating electric current. Then the current is sent to wires that takes the direct current, DC, electricity into an inverter and converts that into alternating current, or AC electricity, and that's what we use in our homes inside of our outlets. The cost of these panels has fallen dramatically since they were first invented. And even in the last 10 years, the cost has dropped over 60% and they expect them to continue to drop because the materials that they create them with are going down. There are also rebates for installing these systems and it's made some of them more attractive to homeowners. Through the Federal Investment Tax Credit or ITC, you can deduct currently 26% of the cost of installing the panels from your federal taxes until 2022, which of course is fast approaching. Then for 2023 only, you can deduct 22% and then 10% for 2024 installations, and then it's going to disappear entirely. This credit is claimed on your income tax return. How does that work? Let's say you can deduct $10,000 from the cost of your installation, but you owed taxes at only $3,000. The remaining $7,000 can be rolled over in the following year or years until the credit is paid in full. As long as that credit is in effect, then you can defer your tax burden. You have three options for getting solar system. You can buy it outright, you can take out a loan, or you can lease a system from a company that installs it. If you pay for the system yourself, you're going to own that system and you can consider a home equity loan to pay for it if needed. That also might very well be deductible through your mortgage interest deduction. Again, this purchase is eligible this year for 26% tax credit on your federal taxes and you might even be eligible for state tax credits as well. Any savings over time are going to help pay for this system. If you take a loan out like a traditional loan, you'll also be able to take federal and state tax incentives. And the combination of the loan payment and then the lowering of your power bill is going to probably be less than your previous electric bill. If you choose to lease the system, you're actually paying a rent to the solar company for that system and for the energy you use. 
Your utility bill will probably be less than your previous power bill, and the system is guaranteed for a period of time, say 20 years, where if it needs to be fixed, they'll come out and do that. When you sell the house, the lease can be reassigned to the new homeowner with credit approval. Another benefit of solar power is that, generally speaking, the system will make more power during the day than you'll need. This energy is available for you to sell back to the power grid. You'll get a credit for the excess energy that you've collected called net energy. And that net is the difference between what's produced and what you're using. The meter literally runs backwards when you're being credited. This credit is also used when it's not sunny or in the evening toward your energy usage. The National Renewable Energy Laboratory cites a study where a system saves you about $400 a year in energy. The homeowner has maybe $8,000 value added to the price of their home when they're selling it. So consider this option if you're planning on moving soon that you could possibly ask for more in what you're asking for your home. But like all big ticket options, some buyers will love it and some won't. Some people don't find the panels attractive, but the design has really become so minimalistic that they're flush with the roof. They're hardly noticeable any longer versus the original panels that had a silver edge and they sat high off of the roof. Some properties don't face the sun directly or it's shaded by trees, and these probably won't be eligible for panels. Now, if one panel is getting shade during the day, it's not going to disqualify you because the other panels will be able to collect the energy compensating for the one that's in the shade, even though less energy will be produced. For fun, I entered my address in an estimator at Project Sunroof, and according to this site, the rear of my house is very sunny. It does face east, and their estimate savings over 20 years is $12,000 after my purchase. An upfront cost would be about $20,000. This projects a monthly savings of $130, and using that $20,000 that they're suggesting it would cost me, I can take a tax credit at 26% of $5,600. Credits are better than deductions because they actually reduce your tax bill, not just the amount of money that you're going to be taxed on. Of course, there's still that $14,800 upfront cost. This made me start to wonder, how long would the panels last? Well, again, the National Renewable Energy Laboratory states that typically panels last 25 to 30 years, and that's when you want to consider getting new panels. But let's face it, during that time, the product will have improved dramatically as well, and so it's probably worth it to upgrade your system. In 1977, Fairfax County Public Schools opened a school in Reston, Virginia that was set in the earth. They called it Terraset. Because of the oil embargo, the county decided to try an energy-conscious design. They dug out a knoll and built into that hole and then covered it back up with the earth. The soil provided a natural insulation, keeping it cooler in the summer and warmer in winter than the actual air outside was. The county applied for a, this is such a tiny number now, $625,000 grant to pay for the solar panels that would be needed to generate the electricity. Although the county did not get the grant, the Saudis donated the money needed to fund that venture. In 1986, they had to shut down the system, and in 1991, they actually removed the solar arrays due to their ultimate failure. This was caused by the old technology of actually heating up water that was in the panels, which ended up cracking due to Virginia's fluctuating climate. I was actually one of those sixth graders in 1986 that was there when the school opened. So it's sort of fun researching about solar panels. Like almost everything, you need to do your own research and make sure that your location, upfront costs, and savings all make it worthwhile for you. 
but these systems can pay for themselves over time. And solar panel technology is so hot right now. Thanks for listening to Finances and Solar Power. We know you chose to listen and are grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share this episode or your favorite with a friend. Consider leaving a review because it actually helps bring financial education to others and it helps people find us more easily. Please let us know what questions you'd like answered or any other topics that you'd like us to cover by going to our website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and is not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school, so you don't have to.